You're listening to EVH and Gear TV, brought to you by Design39 Media. Visit design39media.com for all your website, photography, and video production needs. Microphones for EVH and Gear TV are provided by Rode Microphones. An official Van Halen merchandise is provided by vanhalenstore.com. And now, here's your host from Ontario, Canada, EVH artist Eric Broadbent. Hey everyone, happy Sunday to you all and welcome to season one finale of the Helix Hour. It's that time again. Happy to be back here. I've got a great guest who I'm going to tell you about in just a moment. Just looking back at some notes for the year, uh, we've had a great first uh, first run. Started this back in March of 2018 and looking at some notes here, we've featured Billy Sheehan, Jason Sedites, Will and Jay from Line 6 Podcast, Brand, uh, Brandon Frenzel, Eric Klein, Frank Rashad, Glenn DeLon, uh, Andrew Bonica, and happy birthday to you today, buddy, from Line 6. Chad Boston, The Smashing Pumpkins, Jeff Schroeder uh, from Frogleaf Studios, Leo Moracchioli, Steve Sterlacci, Paul Shedden, and our very first guest kicking off the season and wrapping it up in a nice little basket today is Paul Hindmarsh. Paul, how are you? Hey, I'm very well, thank you. Very, very well. Good. That is awesome. And you're looking nice and bright <laughs> and green today? <laughs> Indeed, yes. The Kramer is out, restrung, just specially for you. That's awesome, and I got to thank you because the first time you came on, you brought it, you brought it out kind of for the EVH fans on the on the kind of the tie-ins between the two shows. So thank you for bringing it back today. Appreciate that. No problem at all. Let's hope it. Let's hope it uh, behaves. Oh, that's good. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Before we jump into the program, just want to thank you uh, immensely for you know kicking off the season for us here and closing it out. I couldn't think of a better guest to do that. So I'm really excited to have you back. Oh, great. Thank you very much. It's, it's a pleasure to be back. Yeah, it's been it's been a great season. And I think, uh, you know, I speak for all of Line 6. And thank you, you know, when I say thank you to you very much as well, you know, you've done a tremendous job uh, with all these episodes. And it's great to have you out there flying the flying the flag for all, all our products. Thank you. I appreciate it. It warms my heart for sure. And, and, and I do yeah. totally appreciate it. Still learning every day, but it's, it's great. Let's say hi to some of our friends, mutual friends over there in the chat. We've got yeah. uh, Mike Francis jumping in first saying hey to all of us. Frank Rashad, that guy that we know quite well, uh, says Frank. hey gang. Uh, Brent Bowen, uh, Daryl McMillan. Hey everyone. Paul Heinmarsh yourself is here in the chat, which is great. Um, yeah. As long as you don't start, start talking to yourself in the third person, whatever. Paul Mar- Heinmarsh says hello <laughs> to himself. <laughs> We're all good. Um, Brent Bounce, it sounds good. It's quite nice seeing a screen of Helix products too. Will Dunham's here. Chad Boston is here. Carlos Santan, my Canadian brother from another mother, is here. Uh, Robert Apple's here saying greetings, Eric and Paul. Welcome back. Brian Mason is here. Shekius is here. We have a great full house. This is awesome. Some people, Mike is interested in the Kramer. Uh, Nocturnal Butterfly, my beautiful better half, is here running the chat very well. She always does a live oh. chat. And you know what? She always tells me that. And I never turn it on. I'm always on top chat. So now I'm on live chat. <laughs> Uh, Jim Dales is here. Hello, everyone. Um, hopefully no tornadoes in Woodstock, Ontario this afternoon. Yeah, today was almost a cancellation for the show because we were in the direct path of a tornado. And all my southwestern Ontario friends, be safe uh, if you, that tornado is heading your way. Uh, Charles Ireson is here. Zach Thong is here. Clarence Prignant is here. Prigent, I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong. Saying hey, Paul. And Robert Apple. Hey, Clarence. Is that one of your I friends? Know Clarence, I know Clarence very well. Oh, good. Okay, good. <laughs> one of your friends. So thank you for tuning in. I appreciate that. So for bringing your friends. So I want to start. I want to start right into this. This is really cool. We've got you back, and recently, it's there's it always kind of cool things surrounding when you come on the show. So two point six came out not that long ago, and when for people who don't know what two point six is, we're referring to Helix firmware. And yep. you were doing some demos. Obviously, you get some of the stuff before the general public does. You know, working for Line Six, so you're pushed the pro- yep. you're pushed the firmware. You're doing some really cool demos, really nice ones, and saying now you'll share these patches once 2.6 is out, and people are loving it. I want to dive yep. right into 2.6 and ask you, uh, what do you think about it? What are some of your loves? And uh, just share some of the excitement. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, well, it's just great to get some more toys to play with, really. You know, and some new amps on there. Um, I mean, I think the the big one for me was the the placator clean. I mean, I lose track of a little bit of the updates. So, you know, mm-hmm. the guys and as always, the guys on the the guys in the forum will they'll have a better idea than me. But the <laughs> uh, the placator clean was just is just such a nice amp to play with. I was really inspired when I first heard that, um, and I really like the, the 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 boost as well, the high boost. It, which is the uh, <laughs> straight away. I'm struggling. What was in two point six? That's okay. Um, yeah, what is, ah, I don't know. <laughs> The, the new the new sort of high end sort of boost that we that we put in there as well. That's, I really really like that as well. That sounds that sounds tremendous. So yeah, I did a little bit of stuff with that. Did a little bit of stuff with the um, yeah with with the with the clean sound as well. Uh, we obviously put the new looper in there as well. So, so we've got the one button looper in there. Um, I'm still really comfortable with the six button looper. So I'm kind of sticking I'm kind of sticking with that at the moment. Um, the one button looper I was familiar with from Firehawk as well. I mean, okay. Firehawk's a great product. Um, so I was really pleased when they put that in there. But obviously Helix having access to all the the crazy, you know, reverse stuff and everything's uh, tremendous, you know. Yeah, so yeah, it's well, just it's just nice to have new toys. It certainly is, and that's so, one of the nice things. Something new to play with, yeah. Yeah, like that's it's almost like Christmas every couple of months, you know, with, with Line Six, and we're very fortunate that way. I I don't follow. Um, uh, I'm a range of, the range master. Oh yeah, I was waiting for. I was there you go. Thank you, Frank. Thank you. You go, Frank. Thank you, Frank. You saved us. Um, I I do follow you know the competition with with their products out there, but I don't know necessarily how their updates work, and nor does it really concern me because I I don't own those products. But I do like the fact that you know it's almost like christmas every time where can we get new amplifiers new effects you know bug fixes um uh, in a case like this for free this is fantastic absolutely yeah yeah i mean obviously the free the free thing i mean it's just a it's just a it's a gift that keeps it keeps giving doesn't it you know it is it is and the the initial investment is not all that bad and what you get even if the even if the investment was you know i'm gonna just throw some numbers out there another third or a quarter higher than what the retail price is right now it would still in the long measured term be a great uh, relative investment yeah yeah absolutely yeah absolutely i mean i still have my old favorites you know i guess so i i can i'll go to those I'll, i'll go to those new sounds but i'm still that guy who pulls out the you know the the classic British amplifiers and the, yeah. you know the the, the 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 pedals that we all love in there. You know, but but it's great. I mean, obviously, I record a lot, so having having access to new sounds and new new sort of tonalities and uh, the placator clean is definitely something I've I've that's become the clean sound for me as well, which is which is a little bit unusual because I wasn't expecting it to be such a great clean sound from from that kind of you know from that from that brand. You know, so, yeah, that's yeah, right. Great, great. I've been I've been gravitating to that a little bit as well too. Before my previous choice, if I was going, obviously I wanted the Van Halen stuff for all my dirty and all those various yeah. incarnations there. But for clean, I was using the uh, JC, like the Roland Jazz Chorus or the ja- what yeah. do they call it in, in Helix? Uh, jazz Court or something? I forget or I forget what they call it. But anyways, I was using the Jazz Chorus version for my yeah. clean. Now I've uh, pl- uh, gone over to the Playkit or clean, which is really really nice. But we will talk yeah. about the Looper later on in the show as well too, because I want to ask you some questions about maybe some tips you can share, whether it be one button or two. But did you find that you had to um, obviously, um, you know, uh, Eric Klein had, had kind of warned people, letting people know that. Um, the the reverbs are going to be a little wetter or more pronounced in the in the two point six things like that. Did you have to go back mm-hmm. and tweak any of your patches a little bit? Um, no, no, not really. I mean, I'm not using a massive amount of reverb, sort of anyway. So not everything's been uh, yeah, everything's been fine. It's always it's always fun, you know. You know, it's for me and for, for most people, it's always just playing sail and doing that. You know, you just you, you plug your computer in, you you load the you know load the updater and it's and it's all, and it's all good you know and you've got like say we've got you've got new toys to play with straight away so that's right and i like how so, you yeah, said earlier 
you were saying how you, even though you've got the world at your fingertips, you still go to your favorites. You still got your, your, you know, your favorite delays, your favorite, you know, whatever it may be. And you kind of stay to those, even though you have the option to go everywhere else, it's nice that you can just kind of dive in, focus on what you're used to and really, really enjoy. Yeah. I mean, I think I said last time, Helix for me, it's a way of replicating gear as well that I've already, that I've already got, you know? So I kind of, from years of working in the guitar store and playing with all these different bits of gear, I, I, I already had a pretty strong idea of the, the products that I, that I really liked. And, and I, I, you know, they're, they're in Helix and, I, you know, I found them in Helix and I'm up and, up and running with them. But like I say, as a, you know, for somebody recording and then, I mean, I think that the, the, the other great thing about something like Helix is it's actually, it's a great way of introducing you to, to other products as well. Like the, the Placata Clean, for example, I would never have thought that that particular arm that we model it on would have had the clean sound that it that it actually does, you know. And uh, and I've I've got friends over the years who've actually bought you know bought different pieces of gear because they've heard the model inside Helix first, and it's like, man, that sounds fantastic. And then you know they they end up actually buying the buying that product. So it's uh, it's a great, so Line Six can in, increase that kind of business for the other manufacturers as well you know which is great yeah that's right it's actually like you said it perfectly it's increasing further sales further discovery it's almost like you know sometimes when i'll have guests come on the show it might be an artist um that more so on the evh show that maybe some people haven't heard before sometimes it might be a canadian artist or it might be this artist whatever here and they've never heard of this person before and they walk away after the show being a fan same thing they get yeah. you hear these amplifiers that you may have not heard at your local music store and then they get the opportunity to play one now so oh, i heard it in helix so i love it yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, there's so many of the things in there that you just couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't find as well, you know, so you, you, would, you know, no matter how much money you've got, there's some pedals in there that you're never going to find, you're never going to be able to, or you're not going to want to take to a gig as well, you know, so it's just great to have that kind of, that, that sort of, a, that sort of amount of sounds at your, your fingertips. And I'm planning on, I'm hopefully going to, the, the videos that you referred to before, what I'm actually going to, hoping to do is, is, is continue doing that. Just the little short videos that came out as a, almost as an Instagram thing. It was a bit of a test really, and it worked, it worked quite well. And it, I mean, in my head, I mean, obviously I see stores and I've been involved with stores doing YouTube videos for such a long time. And you think, well, how am I going to, how am I going to keep posting video? If I wanted to post videos all the time, how am I going to do that? You know? Because uh, you know a store has a delivery every single day of all this cool gear that's just <laughs> repeatedly like coming into the store, and I was just sitting trying to. I just started writing a list of you know well I've got this guitar, I've got that guitar, and I was like, what am what am I thinking of? I've actually got like a virtual guitar store at my you know at my feet here. You know it's like actually you know there's what you know seventy odd amps in there and all those you know all those all those crazy effects. And it's like actually I could have a virtual guitar store. So I maybe need somebody who's good at graphics to create a little cartoon version of me and <laughs> in a very polite way in a, in a, a very polite cartoon version of yep. me. And, and actually just almost like stepping into a helix and just being able to pull up all this different you know all this great gear and plug all these different pedals in front of it and and then find the sound you like and click save and it's and it's there to you know it's there to there to you. So yeah it's, it's I love that. I'd love yeah, to see that. Really I'd like free. to see a little animated uh, Paul Hindmarsh inside of Helix, you know, with a shopping cart and going along with a bunch of pedals. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just, I mean, from, again, from working for such a long time in a guitar store, you know, and just been able to pull all, this, all these things down. It's like, actually, I've got that now. It's I actually, know. you know, that's, uh, yeah, a little po the cartoon Paul Hindmarsh, but uh, yeah. But if anybody, does, if anybody ever does that, they've got to be kind. Yes, yeah, because it could be taken the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't want to become a meme out there. No, 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 yeah. no, definitely, definitely not. But, but yeah, what, what can we say? You know, we're, uh, we're preaching the conversion. Everybody loves Helix. The you know the communities out there. It's a, it's insane. It's a, it's a tremendous product. And it's tremendous fun. And you know, for, for me, I've always just said it's about it's about being able to be creative and you know and pick up a guitar. And I don't I don't really want to spend a lot of time 
trying to find the sound. I'm not that kind of tweaker that that wants to that wants to do that. Really, what I want to do is I want to I want to pick up a guitar and I want to. You know, I think, wouldn't it be great? I've just been listening to Van Halen and I want that flange sound. Right, boom, there it, there it is. And I want to be able to play and spend the rest of the evening playing with that that particular flange sound. So it's uh, it's fantastic for, that's, yeah, it's fantastic for that. Yeah. That's perfect. Let's throw some things a little out of out of order here because we're getting some yeah. requests over in the chat. Uh, one of the things I was going to have you do today, if if you're prepared for this, was do a little bit of a performance for us. So I'm just going to kind of tease this up a little bit. You'd brought on the Kramer before, and you were going to play it, and um, you know we just we kind of ran a little short. But I asked you to bring that one back as well for us today. And Charles Ireson over in the chat is—I think it was him—is asking you to uh, uh, to play. And um, so we're going to have you play, and then we'll come back and answer some more questions. You can just kind of take us down a little uh, little riff lane if you want. Right. Okay. I'll, uh, yeah. I mean, I'll just kind of sort of pull something off the top of my head, and and let's and let's let's do that placata sound. Let's put the gray flange on there, and uh, yeah. <laughs> That's wicked. That's wicked, man. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I mean, the, I mean the, the, the four, I've got four patches here that I've kind of pulled out, and it was based on those four little videos that we've referred to before, you know. So I've got a little bit of loop stuff as well uh, using those sounds. So, I mean, I can do one of those now. We can save a bit of the loop stuff till okay, well, save have, a little bit yeah, of the stuff there. Yeah, why don't we come back? Because we'll, we'll come back to yeah. do some loop stuff after I ask you some questions on uh, maybe some tips for them. Because believe it or not, I like to use myself as an example of someone who is struggling in a lot of places. I struggle with the looper. Um, for the sole fact that sometimes I, it's like it's hard to know when to come in, you know, on the time, whatever, uh, right on the, on the measure, so you're not, you know, messing up the loop. In other words, so we're gonna get some suggestions there, and I like you yeah. as well, like the six button looper better than the one, but I have tried one as well. So let's go over a couple more questions from the chat, and we'll come back yeah. to our itinerary. Uh, so Shekis is saying two point six is giving me uh, money in every gig I'm playing since the update. Uh, Playcutter Clean takes all the. Uh, drive greatly and I love the update and so Frank and some of the other people were mentioning about the pedal we were talking about Range Master Daryl McNaughton yep. saying Trouble, ba- uh, Trouble Booster is awesome um, and of course Charles Arson says Paul sounded great with 1.0 firmware and I don't doubt that one bit I certainly wasn't around then for that so I don't know but I know you'd play well uh, Rapid Apple saying hi Frank uh, Nocturnal Butterflies posting s- throughout the uh, program, posting some of the links to your entities online, which are also in the description. Ralph okay. Lander Jr. is here as well, saying greetings all. Carlo loves the hockey stick on the Kramer, of course. Um, and uh, Angelo Rachetti says, uh, I'll stay with my Boss GT6 and GT8 effect systems. Marshall Ampsat, so everyone has a personal preference, and some of us out there have even all of those. You know what I mean? Not yeah. myself, but it's everything. It's like nice little recipes in a, in a, a really cool cake or a dish. You know, um, one works really good, and all of them work really good as well, too. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, and you don't have to get rid of, you know, you don't have no. to get rid of the other stuff. You know, I'm sitting... You know, behind me there is a is a is a Soldano and a Marshall and a Marshall head that I that I still love and I have no intention of, of selling them and you know it's a yeah you know and I think I mean earlier on we talked about a couple of artists that I've been speaking to recently as well you know those those guys have got great gear they're not intending to sell any of the gear it's just a different way of taking your sound on the road or being able to rehearse in it you know write and record in in, in hotel rooms and all kinds of things you know so 
you know, yeah, nobody wants to, to wheel a four by twelve into a into a hotel room and, no. and mic it up just so they can get a get you know record a take. <laughs> That, that's right. That's right. No one wants to travel with, they want to travel as light as possible. I, I keep going back to uh, Jennifer Batten having on the show one time. She was um, never on this show, but she was over on the EVH and Gear TV show. And she says, and she, she kind of says in a joking way, but she means it 100%. She won't travel with anything that doesn't fit in her suitcase. And, yeah. and that's it, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and, and the, I mean, the other thing now is, um, you know, there's so many different helixes around there and this, around, the, around the world. And the support that every that, that Line Six and Yamaha now are able to offer offer as well. You know, when I fly and do a show or anything like that, you know, it's obviously. I mean, when I'm doing things, it's like it's now and it's Frankfurt and it's things like that, or it's some you know something in a, a deal. There's always a helix there. You know, for, for me certainly, mm-hmm. there's always a helix there. And you know, if you're flying somewhere and you know somebody with a helix, you can just dump all your sounds in there, and it, you know, it comes to life with all of your IRs and everything that you know. That's right. It's Every, everything that your Helix had at home, you know, and that's a big, uh, that's a big win for for artists. And you know, like the, the Jennifer Batten thing, you know, I mean, I I do a lot of, uh, I still kind of work away from home, do bits, of, you know, do, do still quite quite a quite a bit of travel, and having Helix native, um, and just taking a guitar, taking something like the uh, the Sonic Port, mm-hmm. the Sonic Port, and I do a whole ton of writing and recording parts, you know, straight in the, you know, plug guitar into that, headphones into a laptop. And, I can sit in the garden and record guitar parts that become the the take for for later on, you know. Um, or you know, I mean, I, I'm I also do a load of stuff with reamping as well. Okay. Um, you know, so that's I mean that's that's the that's been the discovery, uh, the big discovery for me since uh, probably working for working for Line Six, is is having to rec- record things and you know send videos away for for review and stuff. And there's just times where you think, I've just you know, there's a great, that was the best guitar solo that i that i've done you know and you uh, and you think like if somebody comes back and say i don't like that sound or can you tweak that sound it's like i don't want to have to redo that whole take you know no so with uh with the reamping thing it's uh you know i can i can reamp i can record something in the garden the sonic port and helix native and then i can actually like you know i mean i can do i can change it and switch it around later on with a full helix or if i wanted to i could even take that reamp part and actually run it into a you know run it into a marshall stack and everything later on like that as well, you know, I mean, I don't have the, you know, I don't have the need to do that, or I don't have the the space or anything to do that. But the, 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 you know, the technology is there to be used in there. That's right. Now, I don't know it that well. I haven't. I've, I think I've tried it once here, and I'm not. I'm certainly not a recording engineer, and nowhere even near it. But for people that don't really know what we're referring to, uh, Helix has the opportunity. If you want to use your Helix, any one of the family as your interface, your computer, you can assign, you know, your typical, you know, left and right outs or XLR outs to go to, you know, two stereo channels on your thing. Record a nice wet patch that you design, and then through the USB, you can assign certain tracks to be uh, clean, unaffected, and non-destructive. In other words, correct, and then you can reapply yeah. the the amplifier patch or as you say run a direct out to your marshal or whatever it may be and mic from there yeah yeah absolutely so for every single part that you ever see on a on a video certainly in the last year and a half i've been recording the 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 preset and listening to the preset as i've been playing it but sort of discreetly in the background helix on usb channel 7 is always sending out the same signal that the guitar you know that that it's received from the guitar so whatever's coming out direct from this jack socket is actually being recorded as well which then means I can play it back, like you say. I can take, you know, I can I can run I can run that signal back through Helix and run it out into that Soldano if I wanted as well, and and, and mic up that Soldano if I if I felt that way, that way inclined. Um, and it, uh, to, in order to do that, you need to set you 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 set Helix up as being your your sound card. Yeah. So even though 
even though I've got, you know, the DigiDesign sound card there and I've got this whole studio thing, whenever I record every, anything, Helix is always my sound card because that reamping thing has become so important to me now. And I, I wish, for, like, over the last 10 years or the last 20 years, I'd been able to reamp reamp things so that I had some of those, you know, some of my favorite takes and favorite bits of playing I've ever been able to do. But actually now, you know, you know, example, you know, like, you know, pre, you know, older, older generation line six gear, you know, you know, some of the, some of those solos were like, yeah, yeah pretty, you know, I wish I, I wish I'd have been able to hear that with it through a helix. Or, yeah. You know, you know, so, so yeah, reamming is a big, a big thing for, for me, you know, so. I kind of look at it as, um, I know this is for a novice's analogy, but I look at it as a safety net where you, you might just nail a solo. It might be it might be awesome or a passage, whatever, rhythm take, whatever. And then uh, if you haven't, at least you've got that safety net to go back to later on, non-destructive editing, and uh, apply what you need after the fact. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You, know, you, may, you may record it with, with too much delay, yep. you know, if you're, if you're recording with delay or reverb, or, or you may just forget to put a, you may forget to put a pedal on. You know, and you can actually go back and you can you can add that pedal to it, or or just tweak that. I'm saying sometimes you record something, and you record with a really you know, you know, you record with a really distorted guitar part, and then later on you think actually that would sound a little bit nicer with a with a cleaner part, and you know, yeah. something drier. So yeah, it's uh, not baked big, in, in other words. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a big 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 thing for me. Uh, the reamp thing these days, it's uh. It's almost yeah. like photography. If, if any of our fans are familiar with photography, I know Carlos Santana is. When you're shooting with photography, you're shooting with your camera, whether it be Canon or Nikon, you're shooting raw. It's kind of the, the information is not baked into that photo. So you can change uh, later on, you know, the brightness of contrast, the white balance, and it's not baked into that photo. In this case, we're not baking in the delay times or things like that into uh, that particular recording. Yeah, 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 I, cool. absolutely. And I can pretty much guarantee every single time you see me from now on, until the until the end of my guitar playing days, I will be reamping things. No matter which product it is, it will be using Helix as a sound card so that I can get that uh, so that I can get that, uh, that that well yeah that reamp signal. Exactly. Yeah. And obviously with Helix native, it's doing that all the time anyway. It's you know yeah, that you're actually it's it's always just a dry sound. It's but it's kind of it. Yeah, it's I'm gonna say it's always just a dry sound as yeah. recording. That's not necessarily true. I know what you mean though. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's always available to you. Yeah, very easily. Yeah, for sure. Jump back to the chat for a quick second here. I know I missed a couple points. Uh, John Lee Guitarist is here saying Pablo on Handelmarsh. <laughs> what's up? Uh, Charles Green, what's up, people? Uh, let me see here. Frank Schatz is smoking his I say the word. I say the word beer, nam, January. Okay. Yes. Okay, yes, that Johnny sounds Lee. good. Yes. <laughs> that sounds good. That's going to be some itinerary questions today as well, too, is some damn talk. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Quentin James is here saying, hey, kids. Uh, let me see here. Um, uh, Johnny Lee says uh, Helix changed my life. It's changed a lot of our lives. There's no doubt about that. It made me start a talk show. That's what it did. Sean Zimmerman is here. Hope you're well, Sean. Uh, yep. T Vod is here. Hi all. Uh, Sean Zimmerman had a seizure a couple days ago, starting to feel better. We're hoping you're doing well, Sean, for sure. Uh, let me see here. So yep, got the beer in the nam. Uh, Carlo um, was talking the other day. Um, I was po- talking about the show. Uh, you know, season one wrapping up, and he gave some good suggestions about any kind of helpful how-to videos, uh, setting up the Helix and how to record something like Reaper Audacity. I can't figure it out. So if anyone has any cool videos you'd like to share, um, if you can, I'm not sure if you're if you're not a moderator, you might not be able to post them in the chat. But at least shout out some channel names, whatever, in the chat. Be happy to uh, share some of those videos for some tips, and we'll certainly share them on the Helix R page as well too. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I did I did some Line Six videos on, yes. on recording with Helix as well, you know, and I, I covered all the reamp side and all the different connections that you could you could use as well. So, so perfect, guys and girls, so yeah, hit up hit up Paul's links in the in the description down below for sure. Hit his YouTube, subscribe, and turn on notifications because they're very very helpful. It saves a lot of hours of you know chasing different things, and you can have more time with your Helix and have fun with it as opposed to figuring things out on your own. That's cool too to figure out on your own to learn, but learn from some of the pros, and you can have more time spent. Uh, enjoying playing um robert apple says i learned there is also an analog audio reamp guitar signal on the helix rack yes uh darn line six i'm going to uh, get one of those too i use the the that output on my rack when i want to run a wet dry wet um configuration here and here i'll tell you how i do that i use left and right coming out of the quarter inches or or xlrs out of helix going to my mixer and then i run that direct out of uh rack to my 5150 back there and it's just mic with no effect so i can just blend in by microphone how much i wanted that dry signal just a sprinkle of it and um it really balanced that out between modeling and real amplifier it's beautiful yeah right yeah 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 the flexibility it's amazing uh the loss here jamie trevino says hey folks digging that guitar uh let me see here um eric i'm a photographer also yeah i know there's a few photographers in here that's great because in this creative world mindset you know artists painters photographers musicians uh you know we're all kind of uh multitasking we wear multi-hats i think yeah yeah. Are are you a photographer you strike me as one I'm not. A, I'm no. I'm not the. The. I'm. I'm obviously very into video, but yeah. I've had to really learn. Uh, I've had to really learn fast. So I just recently got a new camera, and so I've. I've been getting into the photography, but it's. It's purely a means to an end of getting me onto the Line Six TV screen. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get for so a camera? I, I'm curious. What I, what I did? Well, I got the new Sony. Uh, the new Sony A7. Okay. A7 III, which is really really nice. You know, nice so. Camera. I actually took it out. We uh, I had a holiday shortly after Borat. Um, Borat, I took you know it's a Line Six camera, but I, t- I took I took it away on holiday just to kind of figure it out. But what I realized very quickly was that I was actually missing stuff in real life because I was too busy trying to, I was too busy lying on the ground and you know getting stones stuck in my knees because yep. I was I mean, it's like yeah this is not this is not for me. But I did learn a lot of I did learn a lot of camera things from that week. It's good. It's it's fun. It's it's a it's yeah. a thing that you know. Once you get good at one particular thing, you can gravitate to some of these other things very very well too. And your video work is phenomenal. I love I love your you. I love the motion that you put into your into your videos. You know, just every so slight uh, motion. You know, so you're just not just a static shot. I love the vignettes that you do, and and obviously the graphical overlays. Sure. You know, I I think you you really go the extra mile and, and that's what's different on YouTube. You know, there's some people out there that focus strictly on video quality and that's great. And then their audio quality sucks or they might, if both kind of suck, you know, it's, we need to, we're really begging for people to give us five, five of their minutes, or in this case, 60 of their minutes or 90 minutes. So we really want to try to make that that experience as pleasurable as possible. And you really nail it. All right. Great. Yeah. Thank you very much. It's been, it's like I say, it's been a big learning curve. If anybody told me, you know, ten years ago, that this is what I would be doing for a living. I would, uh, you know, I would be, I would have been very, very, very surprised. You know, yeah. so yeah. And, and I, it, you know, like everybody else, I came from, you know, just having the, the, the tiniest of cheap, you know, starting digital cameras and, yeah. uh, you know, and YouTube for me was a way of just, just improving what I do and, and, and you know, getting involved with the company Line Six and, the, and you know, the, the, it worked out. It, it worked out. You know, you, you stick in, you learn these things and. You know, but yeah. I've always been in recording and everything as well, as, as well you know. But and it's an endless, as it is for everybody, it's an endless quest trying to get the videos better and better. And every day I learn something. Every day I learn something new. Mm-hmm. And you know, even going by the reamp and thing, you know, it's like I, every day I learn something new and I'll do a new video. And it's like, oh, I wish I, I wish I'd learned that. You know, like on the last video, 
that last video would have been better if I'd been able to do that, you know. So, um, and and you know, I, I don't have the, I don't have the opportunity to go back because they're out they're out live. But with recording, I, you know, with recording, I I do, you know. So, yeah. It's awesome. It, it, is, it really is awesome. I want to jump over to, um, to some power cap. And this was really cool this morning. Yeah. Um, I'm on the, um, the Line 6 newsletter, the sound bites. And for some reason, uh, Frank sent me a screenshot this morning. And um, they're talking about the, the episode I did with Brandon um, and uh, yeah. talking to power cab. And I have to find out why either Line 6 kicked me off the newsletter or, or went to my spam or something. So I have to find out why I didn't get it. But um, yeah. I want to I kind of get your kind of thoughts. You've had power cab for a little bit now, had a chance to um, you know, play with it, learn it. And it was kind of, you know, everyone dove into it and was trying to learn it really quickly and uh, get yeah. some videos out there. What have you found so far with power cab? Um, you know, you've had it for a bit. Where, where are you with it now and any discoveries that you can share with us? Um, I don't know about discoveries. Um, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. It, it does what it, it does, what it says on the tin really. I've, I mean, I've got a power cab plus and I've got a standard power cab. Um, so yeah, it definitely gives you a lot more of that amp in the room feel. Um, you know, that thing that we've kind of been missing, the, you know, the FRFR thing where you're listening to a mic'd up, uh, you know, like a mic'd up amp. And that can be, you know, for me sitting here in studio monitors, that's absolutely fine, ha like having that. So, you know, I wouldn't be using, I have no need to be using power cab at home. I've got some nice studio monitors here. Um, but what, what you, you, then you go to rehearsal and what you want to, you want a bit more of that kick from a, you know, a bit, bit more of a kick from a real amp. Um, and I kind of, I, I sort of have missed that now that I'm, now that I'm going back to power cab. Um, so yeah, that's, I mean, I mean, there's something else that's going on at the moment as well is the, uh, which I was going to mention is I'm actually getting a solo band together. Yes. Um, so yes. Yeah, so in the last, um, the last, and this has been going on for quite some time where obviously I've been going out and I've been playing along with backing tracks and stuff in there. And I've always, you find that you're on stage at Nam and there's just you or you're, you know, Frankfurt and these different places and you lose as well. that kind of being able to talk around, you know, look around and, and, and react with other musicians. So for a little while, I've been wanting to get that sort of thing to, together. So I mean, 300 foot gorilla is definitely still going. Uh, I have the drummer from 300 foot gorilla and I found a great bass player as well. So for the last two weeks, we've been, we've been going in and we've been playing all the tracks that I normally do uh, in, in trade shows with, which, with backing tracks. We're actually now doing them and rearranging them now for like a live band sort of situation. So to get to your point, the, 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 the last, two, last two weeks, I've been in a rehearsal room with two power cabs running in stereo. Um, because I've only got one power cab plus and one normal power cab, uh, I'm not, obviously can't use line six link on both of those. So I'm just running it straight out and I'm running them. I think the cream, the cream speaker is probably my favorite for the way, for the way that I play. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so having them, having them connected like that, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's given, certainly given me a lot more kick and I, I don't feel like I'm listening to the guitar sound coming through the PA system, you know, that's, that's a mic. There's no microphone model in there, is there? You're, you're listening to the sound of an actual speaker. So, so yeah, it's been great. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I need to, I need to get used to uh, wearing earplugs or turning down a bit again as well, because I've, I've gone into a rehearsal room, I've pointed two at my head, and I'm just, you know, oh, I'm, basking, I'm basking in this, all this stereo vintage delay, and, you know, it's, uh, uh, and yeah. And, and obviously, being just the three of us, I'm really wanting to fill out the sound as well. So, at the minute, I'm, I'm I need to get used to not doing that with volume. But I'm having we're having such a blast. It's uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's great. So yeah, big big fan of a big big fan of Power Cab. Obviously, you know, it's, uh, you crank it because you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and doing the instrumental thing, it's I've never done that before. I've always been a band player. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, apart from doing the backing tracks for Line Six and things, so it's a different sort of mindset of you know, like not just plowing along with the 
with a band and you know everybody just plowing forward it's that thing where you have to you know you kind of get the grooves together and i want to sit i want to be able to step back from the music and play against the band and stuff you know mm-hmm. so it's different it's been a, it's a different kind of experience so uh so yeah i mean that's 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 a big thing for me and power cab's a big power cab is a big part of that already different things with line six where i've you know the very first video i ever did for line six um way way back i was switching between different tunings on an acoustic guitar and there's a banjo in there there's a dobro in there all kinds of things and and then switching to a drop b les paul and we're actually doing that track as well you know and switching you know switching the different the different speaker modes and that between frfr and and the southern the different mode well yeah remember the, the old the days cre- the cream back and the vintage speakers and everything as well yeah that's right remember the old days um, you have a, an acoustic guitar or a little mandolin up on a big stand you're standing behind it where you're playing electric guitar and you reach over and play the mandolin and push <laughs> that out of the way get back to your electric now you do it with a toggle or or a helix uh, stomp uh, yeah i just press a foot switch and, uh, yeah, and it all changes as well yeah. I, I mean i can't do the, the normal power cab obviously I, I need to get i need to get the, the line six guys so frank uh, send me another power cab plus so that i can run so that i can run in in, in full stereo um and obviously i you know i've been doing the midi thing and having that switch uh switch sounds and i saw some stuff on one of your videos where there was uh, you know talking about um i think i forget it i forget who it was it may have been brandon just talking about the midi i was i think it was andrew bonica yeah just talking about the midi side with uh with power cab you know, it's been I I've done I've done so little with that. I basically I plugged the MIDI cable in, I created some presets, and it immediately switched over power cab to a different preset for every for every Helix preset I have. Power cab switched to its own preset, so I just dialed those presets, and I didn't even have to think about the MIDI side of things for uh, you know for that when I very first plugged it in, it was I was I was away straight away. You know, you, you press you press you know preset number twelve on here. And power cab changes to a preset and i just dialed in the sound i wanted press save and that was it done you know it's as simple as that it's so simple and i know nothing about midi like I've, I've all my years of you know being a musician you know i'm 50 this year i've never experimented with midi and so i got into midi and uh you know following andrew bonica's discussions and having the two yep. power cabs so daisy chaining I, I go line six link out and then a midi yep. uh, and a midi out as well to the first one then daisy out to the other one and uh, it's I couldn't believe it. So I was okay with this patch. I wanted to be on the, on preset three cream whatever. And I was like, yeah. oh my god, it's that easy. Like yeah. it's it is. It's that easy. If I can do it, anybody on this planet can do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I try to avoid MIDI as much as I possibly can. So I mean, I've had to do some things subsequently for videos where I've actually been sending out the MIDI information and getting you know getting getting Helix to do things on Power Cabs. So there's a whole bunch of Line Six videos about to come out on. On HX effects and power, I think I've got six videos just waiting to oh, waiting awesome. to co- waiting to come out. And uh, uh, yeah, but for you know, for my for my initial thing, I plugged the MIDI cable in to both you know to both ends, and it just switched over. I saved the sounds, and it's, yeah. It's I mean, I was in a, I went in rehearsal the other day, and it was like I need to find the preset for you know I, I need to find the preset that I can get through most of this sort of rehearsal with. And I was trying to find something. It was like you know what, actually, just Helix is so quick to do, just create a new preset right now mm-hmm. and, I, and I did while the band were having a conversation I chose the amp I chose the effects and you know I signed the foot switches and it's just so it's just so quick it's it's you know it, it's it doesn't take it much longer than actually just moving over to a traditional amp and turning the bass control and the treble control it's there already That's and it's right. certainly quicker than having individual pedals and you know switching things out and trying to find broken cables and batteries and all kinds of things that I used to I agree. Less with. is more. It's less is more. Just you know, uh, distortion amplifier or whatever. And some kind yeah. of you don't even need the distortion amplifier. One of your favorite effects and go. The more yeah. you sit there and tweak and tweak and tweak, and maybe you should put a high cut in here. You can always worry about that later. You know, if in a yeah. live environment, just give me what I need and go. Yeah. 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 Abs- absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. 
Great, I'm sold. I'll take two. That's right. We're going to jump over to the looper question here. I'm going to try my best. We're getting, we're about 20 minutes away from the end of the hour. Um, but I want to talk about so, the looper. So fast. Yeah, I know. I it know. It goes so fast. It does. <laughs> it does. It's like the, the EVH show feels like a 40 minute show and it's 90 minutes. This one feels like a 20 minute show. So we're doing our best. And if I sound like Evelyn Wood speed reading here, that's because I have to be. And I normally talk fast anyways. So I have to kick it up. You're not watching this video on two and a half speed. You're watching it normal. Um, you can slow it down if you want to. Uh, let's talk about the looper. So with 2.6, we are given, you know, obviously the one button looper, which is kind of cool. And obviously the t- traditional six that we had before. So share with us for uh, people that, that, you know, like myself, who sometimes are not the best guy with loops, um, maybe some approaches you could take to really get the best out of the looper. And then as you were alluding to earlier, maybe place another passage with your Kramer there. Yeah, I mean, the most important thing is to be like on, <laughs> I know I know damn fine, well, I'm going to tell everybody how to do it, and then I'm going to do it, try <laughs> and do it, and I just get it completely not, get it completely utterly wrong. I mean, you, the most important thing is just to make sure it's it's in time, make sure you're pressing it on the one. Um, and in a good, what I sort of see people do in, in stores when the, when, when the loops kind of fail and break down is because they just try and jump straight into playing something. So they press record, they try and play something, and then they press stop, and it's like you know, the, the, it's just it's too late by the time they've actually pressed that pedal. Um, so things that I would do is actually just play it through and just get a just get the rhythm of it, you know, play the riff through a few different times, click on you know, click on record, and then on the one, and then hit the one, hit the one again. Uh, delay can be a, a great one. Um, I'm uh, uh, I really it's really important to me. To have delays in time, so tap tempo functions are just massive for me. If my delay is out of time, it just drives me nuts, uh, especially on um, especially on loops. So if you're there, if you're trying to play a loop, or if you're trying to play anything, certainly by yourself in, in a band context, your delays you can get away with a bit more because obviously the drummer's hopefully keeping the keep keeping the time the time good there. Um, but certainly p- being able to play off delays and actually use that as a tempo as well. So if I was to grab, you know, there's a delay there. So I, uh, you can hear that. Del- I'm guessing you can hear that delay as hopefully as clearly as yep. as, uh, as me there. So I can play off that. So just using the delay almost as a as a metronome to play, yeah, to play, uh, to, to play you know play off there. So that's that helps us keep things in time that's as well, you know, and it stops you from speeding up and slowing down. So playing playing off the delay and playing in time with the delay, and obviously a mass as you as well, you know, a big Van Halen, yeah, big Van Halen thing there as well, yeah. Beautiful. It really, it's really, really nice. And so you're out, you're out almost like playing like two guitar players. Obviously, it sounds like that. You can layer as much uh, until until you find it's too much or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I love yeah, that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. What about what about tips? This is something I think will probably be a good takeaway from the show. Here again, it's some people don't know how to do this, and a lot of us have Variax guitars, and because the, the acoustic tones we can get out of these guitars are beautiful. Now, where do we go if someone yourself um, who's done this many times? Where would you say a person starts to get a really good acoustic tone out of Varex? Now, I forget about even if you're going to Power Cab. Some of us don't have that luxury. Or we're just going into Helix and then to a mixer or even to headphones. How do we start by getting a good acoustic tone, preamp wise, um, any kind of compression or anything like that? Any tips? 
so for me, it's just it's really it's really simple and straightforward. I'm a big fan of the uh, the studio compressor inside Helix. Okay. So use that as a bit of a boost and just to sort of level, you know, keep those those sounds all level. Um, so for me, using those acoustic sounds, what I've been using with the, the in, with the band uh, for those tracks, a, a little bit of reverb and a little bit of delay and and a, and a compressor on there, um, you know, and a compressor sitting on there as well. Okay. Nice and nice and simple. Uh, experiment with the volume, con- the the tone control. Sorry, on on Variac as well, because that actually changes the mic position on there. So it's it's worth sort of tweaking that and you know, just experiment with those different those different sounds in there. There might be some that are particularly good for some for for some uh, for some things. And experiment obviously between the two main acoustic acoustic sounds on the on the on the Variac as well. You know, you've got the you've got the HD twenty eight, you've got the J two hundred on there. Um, I've got the, the, the sort of the, the little guild guitar as well. So there's three three guitars to choose from, mic positions to choose from. Yeah, do do what you would probably do in a studio, running through a nice compressor. You can you could EQ it if you want. Okay. I haven't done this, but I'm hearing great things about some of the impulse responses. You know, the Sigma impulse responses oh. as well. You know, so um, but I haven't I haven't actually downloaded those. I haven't downloaded those yet. So I mean, I need to need to get need to get that sorted as well. You know. Certainly. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I've just been—I mean, I've just been doing. We alluded this a little bit before. I've just been doing some stuff with some artists, and uh, um, been doing some stuff with uh, Graham Coxon from Blur. And Great band. Uh, what, yeah, I mean, tremendous player, super nice guy. Um, and all this was just a brand new world uh, to him. You know, he's he's going out now. I mean, if, I don't know if anybody's seen the. He's doing movies like sort of that soundtracks now for TV shows. So he's done the 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 end of the effing world on Netflix. Okay. I mean, he's playing's fantastic, but a lot of it's acoustic stuff. He's a big acoustic guy, finger style guy and stuff. So, but he also needs to create all that noise that he's people are familiar with from the, you know, from his playing and that, that creative, really creative guitar stuff he does with that with Blur anyway and his, uh, Andy's solo stuff. So, I mean, he's he's been running a you know, being able to use Helix and actually run two paths. We I spent the day with him going through the Pietro sound and that he's actually had a Pietro and a mic inside his guitar. So we were able to run that through two different paths and process each path separately, and then bring them together and run them through a compressor and a reverb and stuff as well. So there's been some, uh, some, some, yeah. That's yeah, fine. So Helix, Helix is great for that. And I mean, he's he's going to be looping acoustic guitar. He's going to be then picking up an electric guitar and staying all within the same preset as well. We set some presets that where it's his acoustic sound, and then we, and then even for smaller gigs, he possibly has a vocal path running through there as well. Isn't that so cool? acoustic guitar, electric guitar, you know, a loop. And the vocal and vocal going through there as well, you know. So nice and simple, and you can you know you can fly with it as well. It's not like taking a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of his older gear. You know? That's right. You you became a superhero here briefly before the show because I told uh, Eric Junior because we did a little call before the show and I said yeah so Paul's playing with uh, you know a couple of the guys one of the guys from Blur and of course so my son is a major Gorillaz fan and I know the only connection between Gorillaz and Blur is Damon Albarn lead singer and Damon I think is a musical genius himself um, but so you are a superhero so if my little boy hits you up and asks you for some autographs uh, you'll know where it's coming <laughs> from. <laughs> Okay, I, just, I haven't been playing with him. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. That sounds like I've joined his band. No, I know what you're saying, but you um, know the connection, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was it was great. It was really, I mean, I've, I've done a couple of, of interesting artist things uh, recently. We had, uh, so Graham Coxon was obviously one of them, and it was really nice to introduce somebody who it can be fairly old school with the guitar, uh, certainly with the gear, yeah. um, certainly not with his approach, to, his approach to playing guitar. And introducing to him just to the just the the crazy things that he can do and and, and you know like and very very quickly as as well, um, and then we have another guitar player called there's a UK guitar player called Aziz Abraham. Okay. Um, great great player, really interesting approach to guitar, 
you know, a lot of unusual scales, lots of loops, lots of technology. Um, and I spent a day with him going through with Helix as well. And we, we had some, I mean, they were just both really interesting days. Aziz has got a very different requirement. And Helix was able to, you know, Helix was able to do that. We're using MIDI clock to control drum machines. And, you know, Helix was controlling the tempo of, you know, of apps and on his iPad and everything, all kinds of things. And then we had the whole thing going on where we almost had, well, we did. We had like quadraphonic sound where we had reverbs, you know, stereo reverbs coming out of speakers at the other end of the room. Yamaha and Milton Keynes have got a big sort of a, a big sort of live room. Um, you know, so we had all these different Yamaha monitors set up with a path running to each one of those and expression pedals and all kinds of stuff, you know. So you can go as crazy as you want or you can keep it, you know, you can keep it very simple and just choose to have, you know, a couple of pedals, a delay, you know, a, a delay, a distortion pedal and a traditional amplifier sound, you know, and, and then, you know, record in a hotel room, you know, yeah. even without Helix, use Helix Native, you know, I know. You've, got a, if you've got a Helix, you get Helix Native for, you know, next to no money. That's right, I know, yeah, the, people yeah. get it, obviously, depending on what uh, level you have of Helix, you can get an incentive as a discount uh, for purchasing mm -hmm. it, so it, it's a, it's great. Um, we probably only have a, a couple of minutes left for a couple of questions, just going to read a couple chat uh, things real quickly here, Frank Rashad says, uh, the channel is approaching 8K subscribers. Smash the subscribe button. Thank you, Frank. I appreciate that. It's climbing nicely. We really appreciate it. Uh, Robert Apple asked a question. He says, Paul, are you using After Effects uh, and Premiere Pro for video? Is that something you want to share? Do you, what you do for video? Uh, I'm actually all, I'm all on Final Cut. Okay. Final Cut Pro at the, at the moment. Um, I'm certainly looking to go the, the Adobe route uh, very, very soon. But when I joined Line 6, I was, I'd been using Final... I, when I actually joined Line 6, I had a whole bunch of... You know, I, I wasn't I wasn't using Microsoft products. I was using like you know like freeware like OpenOffice yeah. and all these different yep. things. And then Line Six, took, you know, I started the, the job with Line Six, and it's like, do you want to get Photoshop and do you want these different things? And it's like, well, actually, I've got. I'm actually comfortable with what I've yeah. got, but I think I think the time is now maybe to actually start doing the after you know, the after effects thing and everything. Yeah, as well, so. I've come for the minute. At the minute, it's all Final Cut Pro. Perfect, and that's what I'm using at the moment right now too. But I've come from the Premiere uh, Pro world, right. and and you know they each have their things, just like just like uh, processors and and effects modelers. Yeah. Everyone has their certain yeah. flavors. Uh, Chad Boston saying uh, power cap is awesome. Um, Robert Apple says I just picked up a JTV 69s. I need a power cap soon, and now a Helix rack and floor controller. I need to buy stock in Line Six. Um, I think there was a question about new products and things like that. That's obviously something that we can't really comment. I forget who asked, but we really can't talk about new products. But certainly, if, as you saw in this past year, we won't have time to go down this, this rabbit hole yet. But in this past half a year, there's been some amazing things that have come from Line 6. You know, we've seen yeah. great products, great improvement, great acquisitions and things like that. So watch. All I can say is you've never been disappointed before and you never will again. Absolutely, yeah. Nobody at Line Six or, or Yamaha is standing still. Everybody, there's, there's things <laughs> going on every day. You know, I mean the, you know, and the other the other thing with actually getting the band together was the the acquisition of Ampeg. You know, what a yeah. tr tremendous, tremendous range of, of, of bass amps. You know, and uh, so having to be able to do that, and obviously from a band point of view, I have a drummer who can play Yamaha, a bass player who can use Ampeg and HX Effects or Helix. You know, because Helix is obviously for bass players as well. And uh, yeah, so we we're, we're, we're going to be hopefully hopefully going out to some guitar shows and doing like the whole Line Six. The whole Line 6 Ampeg, you know, Yamaha yeah. guitar group. Um, Keep it all in the demos. family. All in the that's family. Yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's we awesome. We don't need anything else. Speaking of all in the family, um, there's a couple, there's a beautiful guitar I see just off camera there. And I know you have another one which you showed me, which I, so that's back behind yep. your left shoulder. You've been playing the uh, Yamaha RevStars for a bit. And yeah. beautiful looking guitar. We're not going to go down the technical rabbit hole of, you know, what it's got for this and for electronics and blah, 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 blah. I just want to get your opinion on how they play. And you seem to be really happy playing that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the uh, yeah, the Rev Star guitars are tremendous. Um, I mean, I 
I'm the sort of person who just falls in love with guitars primarily because I think they look cool. Uh, and this one, saw this at Mesa last year, uh, Mesa this year. So the, the new Ice Blue guitar, uh, and I got Yamaha to send it to us just for. I mean, you know, Yamaha will send me send me anything on a kind of loan to, to do some videos, and, and you know, obviously it's just a part of the part of the of the job mm -hmm. for me. Lucky, lucky, lucky me. Um, and I was just blown away by how well this plays. You know, I had the uh, I had the the high end Yamaha uh, RSB uh, twenty, um, which was fantastic. And then they sent this, and it's like, you know what, I, this this is great. This is a this is a kind of entry level guitar. Um, but plays great and sounds great. And I, like I said, I've done bits of uh, videos and demos with that. And then you got the Revstar 720B there with the Bigsby on it, um, which is the one I use for the the, the Helix uh, Placator uh, clean yeah. demo. And get getting used to the Bigsby. I think Bigsby sound great. I never, you know, great, great tremolos. Completely different from uh, from yeah. this kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Totally different there. Totally different style. But yeah, I mean, two two really nice, you know. It, it, great looking guitars as far as I'm concerned as well you know so this, yeah this is about as technical as I'm going to get and this is an easy question um, I, do they call that like a blue denim is that what they call that one so this one so this one is ice, uh, ice blue yeah and this one is faded Japanese denim. Okay, I know there's a denim in there. That's what I was trying to remember. Yeah, yeah and it does look like a jean material. It's really, really cool. Beautiful guitar. Yeah, yeah. it's part of that whole sort of Japanese uh, philosophy. Uh, you know, like Japanese. Uh, obviously, you know, they 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 they're, they're known for taking a product and really, uh, you know, like like denim. And actually, I'm I'm not a fashionable person at all. But I'm told <laughs> that they're that they're they're really good at that, you know taking tech, you know taking uh, taking things like them and, and improving it and really getting behind you know, behind it and uh, making great and um, quality products. Um, for example, whiskey. Um, I do know I do know about whiskey, and I know Japanese make incredible whiskey. I did not know that. <laughs> although although all be all be very expensive, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean it's, 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 yeah. So the denim the denim thing is is something that the the the, 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 the Yamaha the yeah, yeah. I think they should they should talk more about the Japanese whiskey. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. The guitar looks good. It plays good. Sounds good. It works good in the studio. But whiskey is good in Japan. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, but it is a stellar looking guitar, and and what a nice classy finish on that one. That's if I went down that route, that's probably the way I would go. Just a nice classy. Yeah, maybe you can show us. Yeah, yeah. So that's the uh, look at I mean, that. How cool does that look? That's beautiful. Yeah, so that's the 720B and, and the faded Japanese that um yeah, and great sounding pickups on there, like a low output Japanese uh, Japanese pickup on there. Yeah. Really nice guitar. A lot of machine heads on there as well. So that's the guitar that Yamaha may not be getting back. There you go. I wouldn't um, want to get maybe. that one back either. Uh, and likewise, this. You know, I, you know, I think there's a, you know, I could, I could quite happily play, play that and, and that, know, use it and use it and use it for everything. You know. That's very deceiving because that looks like a white. Like the, obviously the lighting in the room can play tricks on you. Yeah, I can see some blue a, hue though. It's a really kind of subtle blue, but it's it's a really beautiful blue. Yeah, I, it really I like is. That. I really, I really, really like that. Really nice color. That was the color that I kind of like. So yeah, definitely, check, definitely try and pop into the store and check that out. Yeah, fantastic. Well, uh, since we're on the quick note of whiskey, um, and we <laughs> talked about some beer in Nam, are you going to be? Obviously, you're probably doing, working for Line Six. You're going to be at Nam this winter, coming up. I, I, be, I yeah, yeah. Uh, unless someone goes uh, <laughs> totally awry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, was, I mean, I think I've been there every year for. God, like for like 10, 10, 11 years now. It's been quite a long time of uh, yeah. quite a long time ago in there, you know, and going through all the different products and you know, for, for, right from right from doing the Dream Rig product and Amplify, you know. And I still I still love Amplify. My you know, if I'm I'm either playing Helix and I'm up here or I'm in a hotel room and I'm using Helix native, but if I just want to sit and practice, I've got a little Amplify thirty. Mm -hmm. It just sits in the in the front window of the house downstairs so so that I can look out and you know, just 
I'm a kind of a big fan of it's great to sit and practice and and be really intent on it. It's also really interesting for me just to kind of let my mind wander off and just play, you know, and which is usually what happens anyway. I'm not a big thinker when I when yeah. I actually play. Um, so looking out the window and just plugging in this Amplify 30, it's a great. It's got some of my favorite sounds in there for the, you know. So so I was yeah. I mean I demoing that and see when Firehawk came out. I love Firehawk as well. It's great. Uh, that's one of the things I think is so, yeah, nice so. is you can you can gravitate between any any member of the Line Six Helix family uh, or Line any of the products I should say not Helix I'm I'm using I'm, I'm sort of thinking Helix all the time, but mm-hmm. the fact that any product that's in the the uh, product umbrella, you you can gravitate. The learning curve is so easy to go from one to the other and just you know turn a knob and go. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's something that came. I suppose the introduction of the colors was the was the first thing that, that kind of did that you know like yeah. and, you know when we suddenly had everything was you know green for delay and you know that technology that's <laughs> kind of spilled over i mean the other thing is it, it, it recently because in the in the three hundred book gorilla the band context um what i what you do i tend to have a you know a couple of sounds and i blast through things i have some sounds you know presets that change tuning i think we discussed all that last time what i'm finding is now that the guitar is central to everything i'm spending a lot more time doing that the, the pedal edit mode as well you know so Actually, being able to switch delay, you know, the mix of the delays and the, the you know reverbs and all kinds of things, and change the gain on distortion pedals actually whilst playing guitar without having to sort of bend over and tweak pedals or tweak tweak sound. That's uh, that's been really cool. So the last the last couple of practices I've been, you know, play, playing guitar and looking down and you know, <laughs> selecting which preset I want or not which preset which parameter I want to change and then changing it with the expression pedal. So if if people aren't familiar with that pedal edit mode, it's 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 fantastic you know? and again it was something that came out with firehawk uh it didn't come out with firehawk but it's now in firehawk you know okay you can actually tweak sounds yeah tweak sounds without stopping playing guitar that's tweak really any, cool tweak any parameter yeah yeah i yeah. guess i guess there's a question from um robert apple he says now here again this is a technical question um and if you're not able to answer that's cool but it's nothing um it's just more about the guitar he says how close yep. to the filtertron pickups are the new revstar 720 is that something you know about it's- um I haven't I haven't a beat them. I haven't okay. done, I haven't done that side by side thing. I love the sound of Gretsch, uh, you know the Gretsch guitars. Uh, to me, not not comparing them side by side, I'd say they were pretty close. Um, but I, I would have to actually I'd have to get the two guitars side by side and and do that. But it's it's very much that kind of thing, um, and they certainly they certainly have that look about them as well. Yeah, great great guitar. I mean, and like I said, check out. I mean, there's videos on my channel, there's videos uh, on the Line Six channel as well, um, and hopefully there'll be a lot more of those little short videos coming out from me where I'm not having to do the whole you know the whole you know talking about a product. I, mm-hmm. I really want to put out some just more more little short playing things as well, you know, and just get some get some bits of playing out, you know. That's that's where you that's where the proof is in the pudding. You know, uh, any of us that produce videos out there, you know, demoing gear, we can talk all we want, and uh, you know, we can say how great it is. But when you see that smile on your face when you're playing a note, sustaining a note, and you know, it's that's where the the testimony is right there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. It's like that little yeah. kid in a candy store, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, for sure. A lot of people are giving some sentiment over in the chat saying they like the Firehawk as well, too, from Chad Boston. Um, uh, I think uh, Mike Francis as well, too. Johnny Lee says he'd like to try a Firehawk for sure. And I've never played one, but I'm looking forward to that as well, too. Yeah, you, sh- you should. You really, you really should, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, it, was one of those, it was one of those NAM experiences where I went there and I knew I was going to... It was just as that sort of technology of plugging straight into a PA system really we started to get really, really seriously good at. Uh, and I went over to, uh, you know, I, I'm used to playing amps and I'd play, you know, I'd played like done the demos with DT amps. And I, in, in those days, when I used to go over to NAM, well, I'm saying in those days, it's still the same now. I get the product. You sometimes when I, when I get to L.A., 
that's the you know that that on on this particular on Firehawk, I'd not actually used the product. Um, so I got there and I plugged it in. And I was like, oh man, this sounds amazing. And then you you get it when you got like two you know line six yeah. the L three the L threes <laughs> behind you. You put your backing tracks on and you're like, oh man, this sounds this sounds mega. You know, so, yeah, huge. So yeah, so I, I definitely I have a real soft spot for the Firehawk. Yeah, great, great product. Here's here is a question. This is from Quentin James. Quentin James really wants to get a Helix, and I'm going to find a way to get him a Helix. Uh, he's um, um, limited with certain things, and so we're trying to uh, find a way. But he's asking a good question. He says, "With Helix, can you run out in stereo and stereo to the front of house?" Briefly, in in a, in a nutshell, I'll explain to Quentin and some of the people that are new to Helix as well too how there's so many multiple routing options for Helix. Maybe to run to a monitor, run to front of house, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, all all kinds of things. Yes, you absolutely, you absolutely can. Yeah, you, in, in multiple different ways. Um, I mean, certainly on Helix Floor, you've got four different effects loops on there. So you have four sends and you've got four returns. Those four sends can be outputs um, as well as the actual XLR outputs and as well as the quarter inch outputs on there. So you could use them or you could you could just run the same signal, you know, you, your XLRs to the desk and run your quarter inch outputs. And, and like you said before, with the way that you're running it, you know, like just choose to maybe run... Um, so, uh, God, yes, I mean, I mean yes. If you, I mean, what I what I sometimes used to do, um, and may at some point go back to, in, 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 as well as is, is doing what you were doing there. You know, like we take. Um, so I wasn't. I think you were running just directly into the front, like almost like a reamp signal in the front of like the EVH. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so what I was a big fan of doing was actually having um, a full sort of speaker simulated uh, sound going to PA and you know going to the sort of the front of house. But then also taking just a preamp sound from the Helix, so use a preamp and use those effects, and then run it in the effects return of of whichever amp, usually whichever amp was handy in a music store. Right. Fender, Fender Hot Rod Deluxe was always something that I knew was going to be in a store and was always going to sound, you know, was always going to sound great. So, you know, being able to take that path, you know, there's four there's four different paths in there, and yeah, you can you can run them in so many different ways. Very versatile. Yeah. So your imagination is yeah. your only real limitation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I mean, again, the the artist stuff that we were just talking about before, you know, it's like almost everything that anybody rec- asks. It's like yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes, I know. You it's can, you don't yes, hear the word no do too often. Yeah, you I, don't. Yeah, I, I yeah. love very, it. Very, very, very rare when somebody has something that it's like that it won't that it won't do. You know, um, yeah. So absolutely. It's it's fantastic. Well, listen, we are at the Helix Hour, four o two Eastern wow. time. This has been it phenomenal. goes so quick. It does. It so does. Quick. So I made a little list of thank yous, and I may have to ref- I may have to l- uh, reference them because I don't want to miss anybody. Um, so I'm going to go down this list very quickly. It's, it's fantastic having you here today. Uh, so my closing thank yous are to everyone at Line Six from the customer service to the shipping team to the marketing into the top brass. Everybody that includes you, that includes yep. everyone there. Thank you, Line Six, for making this a fantastic season. Thank you f- for inspiring me to do this. Uh, it's all come from the love of the product. Uh, everyone that watches my regular show, EVH and Gear TV, for the massive support there and not, you know, running, what's this, you know, uh, change, change, change. There's something new and they didn't run away. I appreciate that. I love you guys and girls. Uh, all the friends and fans and all the incredible Line 6 community. Some of them are right here in the chat right now. Obviously, they're all part yeah. of a community that they wouldn't be here, from Chad yeah. Boston and his groups to all these great people. My moderators here on the channel, everyone that's got a wrench here, thank you very, very much. Uh, most importantly, uh, my family, Sandra Lee, here is a nocturnal butterfly in the chat, and Eric Jr., and Paul, thank you for kicking off season one and really making it, you know, you made it fun to kick it off 
and thought, you know, and you made it comfortable for me and you made it exciting and you're here again. To, I, I'm feeling I'm, I'm kind of closing it out with a best buddy. It's really awesome. And I really <laughs> want to thank you. That's great. It's, no, it's been a real, it's been a real pleasure. You know, and like I say, it's just amazing how fast the time goes. It's, uh, it's, incre- you know, it's crazy. It, it doesn't, this does not feel like an hour at all. There still seems like there's so many different things we could talk about. And I, you know, I definitely speak for everybody in line six and say thank you for, you know, thank you for getting involved in the way that you have and, you know, the, the show's been tremendous. Your support has been tremendous, you know, and I, like, you know, I, I know I speak for everybody in there as well, you know, absolutely. Thank yeah. you. I, right, I got a lot of goosebumps. Yeah, that's I appreciate that. Thank you so very, very much. It's I couldn't have I couldn't have had a more fun season. And if people are wondering what I'm doing with seasons, I'm doing this just strictly so I can take a, I don't even want to take much time off. I told uh, Nocturnal Butterfly I was going to take about three weeks off to use that solely for booking for the next season. Just get all the booking done in one season or one lump sum so I can come back and bang, 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 bang. Um, but she's like, you're not taking three weeks off. She's like my manager now. She's like, you cannot have three weeks off. So it looks like I'm going to get about three or four days off. Um, but that's a good thing. I just want to get these yeah. next season guests and we're some, some good names coming next season as well too. And that's the only reason why I don't want time off. I'd rather be right. live every day if right. I could do it. But, but yeah. Uh, and I mean, I know you, you must put so much work into this. It's, uh, it's nowhere near as easy as just putting on a camera and ringing, you know, ringing me. It's yeah. there's a lot of stuff has to happen behind the scenes. Hey, Paul, a lot what of are you up to? Are you free? Of, you know? Yeah, there's there's a ton, there's a ton of stuff. You know, so thanks for all your thanks for all your time. It's been your yeah, it'd be great. And I'll definitely be involved. I'll well, not be involved, but I'll definitely be watching the uh, watching the Kramer show. You know the yeah Kramer Corner starts next well, Friday. Yeah, looking forward to that. Fun. Yeah, yeah. First first guest is Aljon Go from Gibson and Kramer and Epiphone. So we're looking forward to that. It's gonna be a lot of fun. That'll be next Friday at nine Eastern. But uh, we'll yep. you and I will finally have the opportunity then, by the looks of it, to meet up and have a beer or, or uh, a Japanese whiskey uh, at Nam. So Junior and I will be there. Great. Uh, Junior will have to Fantastic. have a, a, a soda pop. But uh, we'll be seeing you for sure. And everyone, thank you so very, very much for your time today. Uh, and to all my friends in southwestern Ontario, hopefully you're able to avoid that uh, tornado storm today. Yeah. And uh, But stick around. If you're new to the channel here, check out uh, some phenomenal guests. Paul kicking it off and Paul concluding uh, the season. 15 episodes you can choose from. Some great stuff. If you haven't yet subscribed, please do. I'd be eternally grateful. And as Paul will tell you and many other people here in the chat, I will work even harder to keep you as a subscriber as I did to get you. And I work pretty hard to get subscribers, but I want to keep you and i will not let you down so thank you very much everybody have a fantastic sunday we look forward to seeing you very very soon watch facebook.com slash the helix hour for all updates and when we're back live it won't be very long i promise you that it's gonna be less than a wait for the walking dead that's for sure and um and uh, check out all of paul's links here in the description down below some phenomenal properties you can go subscribe to and follow and uh, we will see you very soon paul i'm going to say goodbye to you off the air everyone thanks for watching Great. helix Bye. hour Thank you. Thank you, everybody. See you real soon. Until next time, cheers. Hey, EVH Gear TV and Eddie Van Halen fans. If you are like me, you find the time to read books difficult. Why not have it read to you? Grab one of three critically acclaimed Van Halen audiobooks like Van Halen Rising by Greg Renoff, Running with the Devil by Noel Monk, or Everybody Wants Some by Ian Christie, available right now from Audible. Sign up for a free trial with zero obligation to get any one of these three audiobooks today. You can cancel if you wish after your trial membership expires and keep the book there are many other great titles to choose from as well. Links in the description below, but just remember audibletrial.com slash TV. Click the link below and go grab your first free audiobook. Thank you for listening to this edition of EVH and Gear TV. This episode is being brought to you in part by VanHalenStore.com. Shop VanHalenStore.com for the largest selection of official Van Halen merchandise and memorabilia. Be sure to check out our website at evhgeardiscussion.com for more updates and follow us on social media.